Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Run straight into one lanes uh, because of the bike lanes. But anyway, that's, uh, that's just a different story. We, we digress. Let's start inside the Cats camp. Uh, one a member of the coaching staff, Daisy Pierce, great friend of ours on AFL Nation, joins us. Daisy, great to have you on board. Hi, Jareds and Dwayne and G'day Blackers. How you going? Good, mate. Good to hear from you. How are you going? How's the new role? How are you fitting in at the Cats? Oh, it's been a whirlwind. I've started a couple of weeks out from round one, so big learning curve and uh, learning a lot, but thoroughly enjoying it. It's been a big challenge, but I feel like I've landed in a great place and to, you know, get in here and learn from such a successful organisation and the coaches that I've now got as mentors. It's a, a pretty special opportunity that I pinch myself every day and enjoying every bit. Give us a bit of a snapshot, Daisy, of what a, what a week for you around Geelong looks like. Yeah, um, so I'm, I'm doing a bit in development with the first to third year boys, um, but then also match day, I, I had, I've just done a block with Nigel Lappin and the forwards, um, just chipping in with little projects that I can help him with and learn off him with, but now um, more recently I've jumped across to the backs and working alongside James Kelly, so... Oh, 90% of it is observation and learning and I, I hope that for as, as long as I'm a coach and hopefully that's a long time that that, that remains the case and the other 10% is where I can contribute in small ways but I'm very early in my coaching journey and just enjoying the opportunity as I said to get in here and soak up everything I can uh, from the, the organisation but the coaches and the, the senior players as well so it's, it's been great but I'm in there about three days a week um, yeah, out on the track doing my bit, sitting and doing vision. As I said, learning more than I'm probably teaching at this stage, but, yeah, just enjoying the challenge. Is it true that from time to time if we peeked inside, we might see you out on the track during a drill or two? <laughs> yes, yes. I um, I was a bit nervous to take the, the yellow bib early days because I didn't want to stuff anything up, but then I've worked out pretty quickly that it's hard to motivate yourself to get exercise when no one's telling you you have to, so I grabbed <laughs> the bib at every opportunity because it might be the only chance I get to go for a run. So, no, I got in and I've had a turnover or two, so my confidence is building week, week on week and <laughs> you, you find me out there every now and then. But, no, the boys have been great, very um, welcoming and receptive and just a good place to come to work every day. Good to have you on board, Daisy. Tell me about the difference between MFC and Geelong Football Club. Oh, there are a lot of differences. Um, I guess my experience at Melbourne was in the women's program as well, which has a lot of obvious differences in terms of the full-time nature of the program and even something little like um, the length of our season, which Blackie would know, you know, a 10-round ten, ten home and away season and then finals, if you're lucky, it, it's short and in, intense. So um, someone coming from from that experience as a player to Geelong where we went 0-3, I was pretty edgy thinking, come on boys, we've got to get going. You lose three games in an AFLW season, it's almost season over and you're starting to plan for next year. So yeah, just learning that the rhythms of a, a men's program are very different, they're full-time, um, they come in every day of their lives just about and the season is long, like 24 rounds this year and, and then deep into finals, if lucky, um, and as the Cats have done so many times. So it's a bit more of a, a steady approach and, yeah, that was take that took a lot of adjusting too. But 
I was very lucky as a player to um, learn off and, and be a part of the Melbourne Footy Club as well. But I think every team just has slightly different identity. I mean, the characters at Melbourne create a different energy in itself. People like Christian Petrarca and Max Gorn and that kind of thing set a, set a tone, whereas at Geelong it's a bit more of a mellow and experienced um, playing group. But, yeah, just little subtle differences like that. But I think the big, biggest ones is just the full-time nature of the program and the difference that creates is the biggest thing that I've adjusted to. And Days, obviously, speaking of the slow start from the Cats this season, they're obviously up and about now. Talk to the form and, and how they've come to it over the coming weeks. Yeah, well, that was the really interesting thing. I, th I think as I touched on, I was the one that it was a bit like, you know, internally more than anything, thinking, oh, what do, what do we have to do? But the, the impressive thing was, and I think um, because they, they are an organisation that have been together and had stability and had recent success, they kind of just held their line and didn't change much at all. But they're kind of confident in the things that they needed to address and work on and also confident that it was coming. So it was a pretty similar place um, even back then to it is today but I think the biggest things was just um, a lot of change I guess you know it wasn't long ago that they were very successful towards the end of last year but a few key moving parts that were out of the side early in in the year and a couple of young faces coming in with Tanner Bruin and Ollie Henry guys like that that were new to the system I think all of that just took time and um, yeah I think they've now really gotten back to what they know their best footy is built off, but yeah, the, the actual dynamic and vibe in the club didn't change much at all, which was a, a good learning experience for me. No Selwood, which uh, we've sort of been forced to get used to. No Dangerfield out of the middle, no Guthrie. I mean, we come to the MCG, Daisy, thinking that uh, if, if Richmond are going to really make a stand this year, they're going to make it tonight. And I suspect that would be almost impossible to avoid that view down at Geelong in the pre-match. Yeah, absolutely. Very aware of the threats in there for the Tigers and it's been um, a strong area of their game for a long time and, you know, um, even this year they've been able to play some really powerful patches of footy and a lot of the time it's come from their midfield and, of course, you'd like to have those names that you rattled off out there tonight. But the, the great thing we've seen throughout the season with the injury is the opportunities it's created for guys like um, Max Holmes and Tom Atkins, Tanner Bruin, um, to be able to really step up and take responsibility in there and we saw that was one of the most pleasing things about last week that when that happened in game with Pat going down and he was playing um, really well and as he has all year for them to be able to just hold their nerve and do their jobs it was pretty good so we're looking forward to seeing them get that same opportunity tonight from the get-go but well supported as well by people like Mark Blitzarves who you know, you, you rate him as a really competent player in the competition, but I, I think until you get it, I've gotten in here and really seen him up close and the amount of work he shoulders, he's a very important player to the Geelong system and I think they'll all stand taller with him still in that midfield as well. And one player you haven't mentioned in that lot of, of absolute stars days is, is Jeremy Cameron and the form of him. Obviously, again, last week, he was dominant up forward and, and one thing I've observed and I think the wider footy community has, is his work rate and his ability to get up and down the ground and then be so dangerous inside 50. Yeah, he's amazing, Al. Um, pleasure to watch again up close. And, you know, you touched on his ability and his um, football skill. But, you know, to, to complement that, as you said, he's an incredible athlete. He works really hard and he's really selfless as well as are a lot of those forwards. And I think, you know, if you, if you ask Jeremy, he'd probably attribute it to the work that some of the other unheralded guys do as well. 
people like Brad Close who will be missing an important out tonight, but Grian Myers, um, Sam Sim- Simpson's come in and played the role as well, the, the role of those running forwards that get up and down the ground to allow Jeremy to play to his strengths, um, certainly enable him to have those big moments that he does. Now, Daisy, Chris Scott always tells us uh, who's going to be playing on who, so uh, he's obviously <laughs> given you that responsibility. I'm not that silly, Healy. <laughs> Don't get me sacked. I'm only, what, three months into Big my deal, job. Big uh, deal, give me uh, a nice old round to the kitchen if, if we do. But sure, you must be concerned that Shy Bolton looks like he's got his uh, best form back in with inside after a uh, career-high 31 disposals last round after a pretty poor start to the season. And, and Dusty mustn't be far away as well. Does Mark O'Connor go to either of those guys or is he still the cooler you just bring off the uh, the bench or from the back line if need be? Well, as Scotty would say, I'm sure Mark O'Connor will go to him at times. Right, okay. <laughs> You're learning um, But well. it'll be a team job. You're learning well. <laughs> no, I think you'll see that at different stages throughout the night. As you said, he plays a bit of forward and midfield. So, um, yeah, I don't think it'll be something where he goes with him everywhere, but depending on where he's playing, you'll see... A bit of Mark O'Connor, but I think one of the, again, the impressive things throughout the year is the way that they've taken on, that on as a, a midfield group, those roles and those really dangerous players. Um, yeah, Mark O'Connor at times, his job, but when it's not Mark, the other guy's chipping in and make sure he doesn't get into a little hot patch while Mark's off or in, playing in a different position. So, yeah, they'll they'll share it around, but certainly a threat. Have you been doing much work with Jai Clark, Daisy, and you, you work with the first to third-year players? A little bit here and there, but because he's in that midfield group, I've sort of missed him, and hopefully I get my chance in there towards the end of the year. But what I have seen, he's an impressive young man and just um, the ultimate competitor and professional. So, you know, regardless of what happens tonight and um, how his debut goes, I, I think, yeah, he's going to be a good player for the Cats for a long time. He's a, a hard worker and really tenacious, um, wants to be his best. So he's got a lot of great football qualities and then a great attitude as well. So just can't wait. Everyone's really excited to see him get his opportunity tonight. And how many of the AFLW players, Daisy, get a chance to see inside a men's system? You mentioned the difference between Geelong and Melbourne in terms of their men's systems. What a what about the differences between the women's system and the men's system? As in comparing across women's and men's or yeah. specifically at Geelong, well, um, what's to, the... What's yeah, the more the feedback, the uh, expectation process. Uh, yeah, the, the delivering of information to players from coaches as to how to get better. Um, training systems as well. What's the difference? What would you take or what will you take back to the women's system now you've been looking at the men's system a bit? Yeah, well, oh, it's been um, quite, to no surprise and quite reassuring just that you know, I came out of a successful system at Melbourne um, and well coached by Mick Stanier and, you know, my feedback to the, the girls that are playing at Melbourne still that are good, still good friends is that it's a, a top-class system that, and program that Mick's able to deliver, him and his team, because, um, you know, he's a hard worker. I think the biggest difference is just the time challenge and the, the limited amount of time that you have. You have to be a bit creative outside of the actual contact hours at the club, but... Uh, the, the nuts and bolts of what's delivered at AFL level, I feel like, um, are getting done in, in my experience at, at Melbourne. And then even observing the women's program at the Cats, who are quite really well in- integrated into the program. We share the facility. There's a lot of um, organic comings and goings and crossover between the two programs. It's a, it's a pretty um, good program that Dan Lowther and his team's delivering as well. So I think the biggest thing is just time and resources. Um, the amount of resourcing. I mean, players, as Ali would attest to, they're putting in the time um, and often the 
the staff around them, physios, um, strength and conditioning staff, that kind of thing, aren't full-time across the 12 months of the year. So that, that's where the challenge lies. You're sort of having to make it up on your own a little bit and get a bit creative. But, um, yeah, I think the... The bones are there, it's just um, adding to the resourcing that, that happens around it and then just more time, as we know, I think more development into the women's program. It's um, improved a lot over the last seven seasons, but I'm pretty excited to see what the next five years looks like. Daisy, great to have you with us. Good luck for the night ahead. Thanks, guys. Have a good call.